The following is a hoop ball presentation. Yo, yo, yo. Hey, hi, hello, and welcome to another edition of NBA Today, a hoop ball presentation. I'm your host, Corbin Ford, and it has been roughly a week almost since the NBA officially suspended the season. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? It does not look like we'll get NBA basketball anytime soon, unfortunately. Today is Monday, March 16th, the day after uh, my birthday, I might add. <laughs> Just had to throw it out there. And, uh, you know, we are showing serious signs of NBA withdrawal. Uh, Ten minutes ago, I'm recording this on my birthday, March 15th. Uh, the NBA, uh, it was a report that NBA players can leave their team city with consultation during hiatus. So I'll go more into that. Um, that just dropped uh, today, according to ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski. And uh, we're also going to talk about a recent update on uh, owners and execs who are bracing for a return on a date that might surprise you. And then lastly, uh, we got to touch on uh, some NBA players who, while trying to find something to do, like many of us, have turned to gaming, streaming, and, of course, watching their own highlights. I will name those... Uh, players who are just a little bit full of themselves but first i do want to ask that you check out my bookie.ag proud partner of hoopball podcasts it feels weird to say this because during this time of sports and so much really in flux with just everything that's going on you know who knows the betting game and you know how soon we'll get back to that and just in general what that'll look like and what time that will come but we're still proudly supported by them and if you like this show and shows like this we have great content on hoop-ball.com definitely just do that just just for support for us think of it like patreon or anything but you're supporting uh, mybookie.ag which is one of the best um sports betting sites in general and we have podcasts that relate specifically to that with today in sports betting on our hoopball podcast network so it really works hand in hand I would definitely check it, make sure that you look at that, um, and, and, and really, why not? You know, they even have a special thing going on right now where, uh, if you wager with them, uh, use promo code TODAY, as in NBA TODAY, uh, Boss World Breakdown, DFS TODAY, Fantasy NBA TODAY, really any of our shows, use that promo code, and you can receive a 50% deposit match all the way up to $1,000. All the way up to $1,000. That is not bad at all. Right, get basically double the payout. So definitely do that. Um, check that out for sure. And uh, simple as that. Mybookie.ag bet, win, get paid. I like all of that. Can't have enough of that. Right. So to get back to the show, yeah, it, it's been honestly. If I can just give some candid thoughts, it has been very, very weird to have a season that we don't have games being played. And right now, you know, much off what I was talking about when the virus first came and we did a show on this, it's it's bigger than the game. Let's just be frank. It, it's a lot more going on than just that. But I think we can also be honest, and as NBA fans, it is it is quite frankly weird. The NBA withdrawal is, is very real. I've played NBA 2K a couple of days now. I've been watching retro NBA games, um, hardwood classics. Can't even really, strolling NBA Twitter is different because there's not a lot of NBA... Uh, like tweets and stuff only because you know it's not any games being played did find myself uh have a couple of buddies who are on twitter 
that have a uh, like historical fantasy, uh, historical NBA draft being done. In fact, I got to get my pick in now, and that's like any player, anytime uh, based off their draft, you get that peak one year, and you build a team of that. So I'm pick number fourteen, and you know I'm trying to see what players I want and what players will be a sneaky good uh, fit. I'm kind of leaning toward eighty-seven Kevin McHale uh, for reasons only I know, but let's just share he was a low post monster. But okay, I'm really trying to buy time because. It's a tough uh, little segment to get to, but it's one that is necessary. Um, the coronavirus and NBA impact. Got some good news on that and got some bad news. Uh, the good news is, by Bleach Report, uh, NBA is allowing players to relieve their respective home cities as the league remains on hiatus because of the coronavirus. And this is according to uh, ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski. Uh, and then Sham Sharania of the Athletic and Stadium reported that players can leave only after first consulting with their teams. Uh, this follows an appearance on TNT's Inside the NBA uh, this past Thursday when Adam Silver uh, confirmed he's expecting the league to be on hold for at least 30 days in order to limit the spread of COVID-19. So it is nice that the players can now leave their respective home cities, you know, visit family, be close to them. Obviously, it's at risk and you want to be safe and make those necessary precautions. But just in order to have, you know, a chance to um, have some relative freedom and, and not even a hint of normalcy with all of this, but... I mean, it's a scary time. And so now, you know, if you have family in Houston, per se, and you're living in Oklahoma City, the fact that I can leave now and and visit my family and be with them during this time, it's comforting for an NBA player, especially as we um, wait to see how long this will be. A lot of unknowns in this situation, you know? And speaking of that, that kind of brings us to, I guess, what you can consider the bad news, even if we know how necessary this news may be. And that is that... Um, against the backdrop of a global pandemic, NBA owners and executives are bracing for the possibility of mid to late June as a best-case scenario for the league's return. And this is where sources told uh, ESPN Adrian Wojnarowski uh, this Sunday, I'm recording. Uh, basically, because fears exist, you know, just of this global spread of the coronavirus and, you know, waiting for the testing to be available on a widespread basis. Uh, so the CDC issued a recommendation that no events or gatherings should include more than 50 people for the next eight weeks. Now, remember, the NBA was just thinking of moving um, and having games played without fans in the arenas. But once Rudy Gobert uh, tested v- positive for that coronavirus this past Wednesday, they jumped straight from that to just suspending the season indefinitely. Uh, a team's president even told ESPN, our world has changed since Wednesday's Board of Governors call. The reality isn't lost on anyone right now. It's true. And it's big. And this right here, based off the CDC recommendation, putting it to mid to late June, I mean, the closer we go from this, you know, tentative 30-day period, which most people didn't even think would last 30 days. Let's be very serious here. We all were thinking it was going to be much, much longer than that because 30 days is a precaution, testing everything. Hopefully, there is uh, testing that's available at that point. There's a lot up in the air. But as you move later into June, there is a possibility the season is completely lost. And I don't think that's lost on anyone. Kind of scary. Because now we're, we're doing more of a truncated schedule where things push into each other. And mind you, um, you have plenty of uh, basketball NBA fans who would would, would um, like the season to be, you know, less in the, you know, October and more. Let's have the season start on Christmas or, or something of that sort to kind of get the maximum followers and just because it makes more sense uh, on a logistic scale scheduling wise I wouldn't know you know per se but even Bobby Marks laid it out just a little bit ago where he said mid to mid June start of the NBA playoffs early August NBA finals end of August draft September 1st start of free agency September 10th summer fall league 
December 10th, training camp opens. December 25th, regular season opens, 82 games. And then mid-June, NBA season ends. That looks good. That does. I think that'd be cool. But here's the problem with that. I don't think when you get all this time where they're trying to figure out when players can practice together and when practice can be done, and they're just letting people, uh, players leave their home, uh, their, their team or home cities, that you can now go from all that rest period and then say, oh, now we're going to play. Not only are we going to go back to playing basketball games, we're going to go back to playing NBA playoff games. That's a lot. You have young teams like the Grizzlies who don't even know what that's like. You go from a layoff, a long hiatus, to, okay, now we're playing games that really mean something. You have veteran teams, which just kind of helps them because they get to rest their bodies a little bit after the long haul of a season. But at the same time, you come back and you're rusty. The product would not be the best if we're looking at the NBA just from that, um, that perspective. Just because you don't have enough time to get back in a rhythm, and then you go from that to playing high-caliber, maximum-intensity games. You just don't. Not only that... But it just, I tend to not be excited about that prospect. I just don't. I don't want the season to be, you know, lost. We don't even know what that means, uh, like, season-wise. Do you name a champion? I'm not even going to go into any of that. That's, that's a whole nother conversation. A whole completely other conversation. But it does lead to saying, okay, let's say that you were going to start the season in December layoff starts now give the 30 days see where we're at at that point if not i mean it's gonna hurt you know anyone who has money obviously um investors fans the team players coaches all of that let's say they say we end the season let's say they do that and then you continue with the free agency and the draft you know whatever you may do on those dates but now you start the season in december and then from December, let's say the 25th is the opening night and you do all the big Christmas games or whatever, from that point on, you follow with that new structure layout. It's a thought. I'm not sure how, how great it is, but let's say that you did the NBA Finals on that date, December 25th, and then you follow just like uh, Bobby Marks had laid out, you know, the season starts then, then you have uh, direct, all the season goes from December through mid-June, playoffs start mid-June, then NBA Finals August, and then you continue on that path. Then you've laid out one. Now, the problem is that's a season that's lost, but I, I don't know. I can't think of anything other than that right now that's kind of... I, I don't know. I can't think of anything else at this moment that seems apparently uh, optimal. And mind you, this isn't my level of expertise. I love the game basketball. I'm a super fan uh, and just about the players and the games and everything, but um, NBA logistics laying out schedules and plans and ideas of when to do major events. Not my forte. I play NBA 2K and I just take the least amount of changes. <laughs> so there's my frame of reference there. But that's news um, and something that could further drastically alter the NBA landscape. We could be waiting for a very long time until we see NBA basketball again. And to have that happen so suddenly, you know, not going to lie, that's shocking and a, a, little, a little scary. But right now, obviously, it's bigger than the game. And although, you know, the perspective is NBA today, and that is what we're trying to talk about, <laughs> NBA basketball, right now there's a lack of it. All right? And, you know, we've had Rudy Gobert at this point, three cases so far of positive coronavirus tests. Um, and that was Rudy Gobert, his teammate Donovan Mitchell, and then just this over the weekend, uh, Christian Wood, who actually didn't really come up with any um, symptoms 
directly. So that was interesting. But um, yeah, this is something else. Something else. That's all I, that's all I gotta say. Anyways, uh, funny little story here. <laughs> NBA players are struggling to figure out what to do during this time. Uh, you look at Nene, uh, yeah, former Houston Rockets center on Instagram, made a very interesting video that uh, I'm not going to describe what I think it is, but I think you should check it out. Uh, just look up Nene anywhere. It was a kind of kind of video. I thought it was hilarious, but something of like, I'm just going to leave it at that. You have that going on, right? You have players going straight to streaming. John Morant telling Twitter that he is a horrible video game player. Luka Doncic reached out to Twitter trying to figure out how to stream. Uh, and then you have players who are looking up their own highlights and watching those. Which I think is hilarious. I've always wondered that. Do players watch their own highlights? You know, I would once in a while. Um, but we have to thank Spencer Dinwiddie, who over the weekend asked, are any NBA players going to YouTube to watch their own highlights due to withdrawals? Steph Curry was quick to announce that he does. He said at least twice a day. Uh, Bradley Beal also admitted that he's not averse to watching his own highlights. Uh, and guess what? With the season he's had, I would watch the good stuff I've done as well. Then uh, Bradley Beal said, can't tell me. I ain't nice. <laughs> so that happens. Jason Tatum, boom, same thing. He said, man, all day. And mind you, he's been putting out a breakout year. All-star, bona fide NBA star this year. There are definitely a couple of highlight packages of him balling out. So you can't, I mean, there's enough content to binge watch that. Bam Adebayo even said he does as well. I just think it's hilarious to imagine NBA players looking back and like, ooh, that was nice. Ooh, I crossed him up good. Whatever the case may be. Um, but that leads to something else, you know, NBA season-wise. And we could possibly talk about the ramifications if the NBA season is actually over. Who was the best team and MVP and all of that. And that's crazy that that's something we could talk about. But, I mean, that's for another point down the line as we get more information. Uh but for NBA fans who are, you know, waiting for the draw, check out YouTube. There are plenty of full games out there. NBA TV is doing more and more classic games and hardwood classics. I was mentioning this at the start of the show. That's what I've been watching. Uh, um, House of Highlights, which I don't like as much as Free Dawkins. Rest in peace, my brother. Uh, not himself, just the channel. Um, but, you know, House of Highlights has been pretty good, and they've been putting out uh, best highlights from this past season for players. They just dropped one about an hour ago as I'm recording on LeBron James and his best plays, and that's about 20 minutes. A lot of content still from the season to embrace. Check your over-unders, guys, if you've been doing that. You know? Podcasts now are, are starting to adopt. I'm sure we'll become one of them as well. To go from, okay, let's... Um, content that is current, as there isn't much content to discuss, and more of just few um, going into the past. I'd love to break down past seasons of the NBA. You know? break down classic playoff series have some guests over talk about that that'll be interesting as well you know so a lot of that's going on um nba 2k is around video games movies you know the point is getting more and more warnings just health wise to um you know keep yourselves at home um away from the public as much as possible and for nba fans you know want to meet up and all kinds of stuff and you know be embracing the public but for our sake it's probably best to follow that and doing so i mean check out these uh Check out these sources. I'm not going to tell you my hidden gems on YouTube. Uh, you can uh, DM me at CorbinNBA on Twitter if you want to know the actual uh, channels I watch. But there's a plethora of full classic games from as far back as the 70s up to now that you can watch. Just from a basketball historical perspective. So I would recommend doing that. I really would. All right, got some more of that fresh, fresh news. Um, 
and not good really uh, just further uh, evidence that the NBA may be going to something more drastic for the rest of the season uh, but according to Malika Andrews and Adrian Wojnarowski uh, from ESPN NBA teams operating G League franchises expect the rest of the minor league season will soon be cancelled sources tell ESPN uh, just so y'all know regular season usually runs through the end of March and the playoffs start in April but uh, again, according to Wojnarowski, players have been informed they'll be paid through the end of schedule. So that's great. Uh, the G League schedule was scheduled to end March 28th. The playoffs would have run through mid-April uh, with the NBA on hiatus until at least mid-April. And now, as we've talked, maybe and possibly much further than that. Come on. It doesn't make any sense to start or restart the G League season. So at this point, it seems, it seems likely that the 45 caps will be removed on two-way players when and if the NBA decides to play the season. We'll have to see about that, but that will have to be negotiated and decided upon when the NBA has returned to play planned. And right now, they really don't, and as I've said already, CDC's already been recommending a lengthy sports shutdown. All right? This is kind of crazy. They could be idle for longer than initially anticipated. And I, I, I just, the initial reaction, I wouldn't know how to deal with that, I like to say that we all take it one day at a time because it's going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot just to deal with and just to talk about. And I I, I can't even, whew. I don't know. This is something else is all I got to say. This is something else. But, um, yeah, I think that'll do it here for us at NBA today. Uh, Thank you for joining me. We're still trying to make some sense of this uh, and where our plan will be. Follow Hoopball. You know, the content plan, everything is changing, but we'll still have content coming out uh, very soon. Uh, and just keep in mind of that at Hoopball Tweets for sure. At Corbin NBA. Please follow me on that. Um, stay inside, y'all. Check out some games and, and you know, whatever y'all need to do, <laughs> you know, to, to keep yourselves sane. While this NBA hiatus goes, because uh, this is something else. This is definitely something else. So um, until then, thank you guys and gals for joining me. Uh, rather shorter episode of NBA Today. We'll see what the future holds and what stuff we'll be going into. I might reach out on Twitter to get some content ideas and where we can go, because we kind of have a wide open canvas now. That's exciting, you know, and where we can delve into the NBA and, and really will put the outline of the show to the test in terms of what the plan is so you know if it's not current can we do some evergreen content can we do some um future or past draft reviews breakdown you know from the good ones like 2003 and you know um well 2003 being a key one i would even try like the weird ones like 2017 then you go to like the really bad ones like the 2000 draft maybe even talk about this current one um whenever that may be but you know there's places to go you know, top 10 for worst free agency signings, you know, team breakdowns. There's, there's so many avenues to go here. Uh, we'll have to wait and see how that all figures out. And we're still waiting for news and everything here. But um, for sure, at Hoopball Tweets, at Corbin NBA. Make sure, if you can, to rate, review, and subscribe to this show. Really going to get some fan uh, feedback. And I really want that to kind of be more of a guiding voice for this show. I want it to be a show that people want to listen to. And I think that a lot of that has to do with the input that you get from people who listen to the show to really guide where that goes. And for myself, that's big, just as a basketball podcast consumer in general. And so I'd like to kind of outline the show and, and pattern it off of that. So any feedback, good, bad, and different, is helpful. If it's negative, I can use as constructive criticism to improve the product. If it's great, I can use as affirmation that I'm doing something well and can continue on with that. So um, with that, 
I wish you a good Monday. Let's get through the doldrums together. Let's stay safe. Let's wash our hands. Uh, be healthy. Look out for your families and loved ones. And uh, I'll talk to y'all later. All right, y'all. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.